This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley and we're looking ahead to the women's singles second round here in Paris at the French Open Championship. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined by our WTA handicapper, a man who showed just over a two-unit profit on round one. It's Rory Girani. Rory, how are you doing, sir? How's the first round been for you? It mixed. I mean, we we did all right on the match betting with um, uh, Lauren Davis landing our two-point bet, winning in straight sets against uh, Lin Zhu. Um, so that that was the, the good win, I guess. Siontek, we were on the bagel <laughs> against Christina Bookson. She didn't do it first set, set but she did it second set. So um, a little bit unlucky there. But no, it's it was a, a decent first round, but my outrights have, uh, have not been good. Although um, I, I can say, you know, I'm quite very pleased with... Um, the um with Carolina Mukova beating Maria Sakkari. So our plus nine hundred bet on the third quarter is suddenly looking very good. Um and um I'm just gonna check the outright prices actually, because I think she's probably a bet outright. Yeah, she's plus five thousand outright. Um I'd probably make that a bet. Um it's half the odds first two, so half the odds if she reaches the final. Um, I think that's definitely a bet. Um, at you know, 50 to one in old money. Um, that third quarter doesn't look the strongest. Um, Jessica Pegula's the favorite. Mukova's now plus 300, and we're on at plus 900. I think she's got a great chance of winning that quarter. And then obviously, Arena Sabalenka's the big threat in, in the fourth quarter, but she's no given to get that far. You know, she's never got past the third round at Roland Garros. So I think Mukova looks in great shape. It was a, a good match against Zachary, 7-6-7-5. Very similar to last year, which was 7-6-7-6. Seven, six, seven, six. Um, but my other outright bets, yeah, Kirstia fell in the first round to Jasmine Paolini. She sort of seemed to chuck it in in the third set a bit. Um, Angelina Kalanina went out to Diane per- Parry, the French woman who beat Krajikova last year when she was the defending champion. Kalanina not fully recovered from Rome by the looks of it. Um, and who was my other outright pick who fell in the first? Oh, yes, Martina Trevisan. She went out to Elena Svitolina. Um, Svitolina looks in really good form. She obviously won Strasbourg last week. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced that she's going to break her slam duck here. But um, it's a great comeback just a few months after after giving birth. And, and she's she's pretty dangerous. And uh, she she could go deep. I don't see her as a contender for the title, though. A lot of those players are in action today. We're recording this on Wednesday. Muka is in action today. Sabalenka's in action. The bottom half is actually today in Paris. So when we record this, you'll need to check the Bet Rivers website because they may have the market suspended 
and the outright markets might not be available. So check the Bet Rivers website to make sure that the prices are available. And Mooka was certainly progressing through to the draw. A big win for her in quarter three. So the action on Thursday is in the top half of the draw. Uh, we've highlighted, I think it's seven or eight matches we're going to talk about today. Um, these are all played on Thursday. We don't know the order of play yet. We do know that it starts very early, around about five o'clock Eastern time across in the state. So check the website and check the order of play for your bets if we if you want to follow anything in that Rory suggests on this podcast. Without further ado, let's, let's get cracking. It's the second round. Starts off the American. Bernardo Perra up against Dona Vekic. Dona Vekic, the number 22 seed. The Croatian is a heavy favourite here, minus 167. Perra is plus 135. Both have come through very impressive first round match, uh, matches. Perra uh, beats uh, Kontaveit and uh, Vekic beats uh, Jastromenska. Uh, the handicap here is two and a half for the American, minus 110, and the totals are 21 and a half. Now, Vekic is obviously probably the, the more proven player on the Claypool service, the bigger career she's had so far. But Perra is a player moving in the right direction. Minus 167 for the Croat, plus 135 for the American. How do you see this one going, Roy? Yeah, it's an interesting one. As you say, both won in straight sets in round one. Um, they've had one previous meeting, which was two years ago, and Perra won it 6-4 in the third. That was in Abu Dhabi. Uh, that was on hard court, but Vekic is it is in much better form these days, and her record against left-handers, Perra's a left-hander, is, is pretty much the same as against right-handers. But Perra, uh, the American, she's that rare beast these days in that she's definitely a clay court specialist. Um and I think this could be closer than the odds suggest. I don't think she's a bad price. Um, I think it'll be tight. Um, Perra's interesting, but I'm, I'm taken by it, by it going three sets. So over two and a half sets at plus one, four, three looks pretty good to me. And and for me, you know, sort of long-term, I, I've, I've tipped up Vekic for Wimbledon. I think, I think anything she does on clay is almost a bonus here. Um, I don't see her going particularly deep here but she's been in good form and, and it, for, for my it's all for me I'm just thinking about Wimbledon and what she could do there but uh, this is a tricky one uh, against uh, a, a good clay court player uh, Perra can be a bit temperamental um, but I think over two and a half sets at plus one four three is a bet here so we expect a long match, typical WCA tournaments, uh, tour, tour matches, one, swinging one way, one swinging the other way. As long as it goes more than two sets, we cash at plus 143. Probably a better angle of attack rather than taking the over 21 and a half of the totals at minus 117. Okay, the next match we're going to move on is uh, an interesting one for me. It's uh, Elena Ribikina. Uh, minus 7.15. She's the Wimbledon champion up to a career high number four in the world rankings. Come in here on some good, surprisingly good clay form because you wouldn't expect her to produce the form on the clay. Her game is obviously more suited to the Wimbledon and the faster conditions. And she's up against a very, very good, talented young player, Noshkova here at plus 510. The Czech is only 18 years of age. Probably the biggest, well, it is the biggest game of her career. Her chance to, to really highlight herself on the big stage. The Czech is a five and a half game underdog at plus 104. And the totals here are 18 and a half with over a fairly heavy favourite, minus 134. You might want to move the little toggle on the Bet Rivers website up to 19.5 to get uh, a little bit of a better price on the overs here. Um, I would expect Ribikina to win this match, given her form and given the fact that she's uh, you know, she's a Grand Slam winner. 
But Noshkova is uh, no pushover here at all. And I think uh, this is quite an interesting match as well, Roy. Yeah, I think betting-wise, I think the spread's interesting. Noshkova on the spread, uh, plus 104, plus five and a half games is interesting. Rybakina had to work a bit in her first round match. She was against Brenda Privertova, um, another Czech youngster. She's just 16. She was a breakdown in both sets, Rybakina, but came through 6-4, 6-2. It was, you know... It was a lot closer than that scoreline would suggest. Um, I thought she'd breeze through very easily, but she was made to work. Uh, Noskova went through when Danka Kovanich retired hurt in round one. Um, the Czech, say so she's just 18. She reached the final in Adelaide at the start of the season, losing to Irina Sabalenka there. Um, and she got through to, to Roland Garros as a lucky loser. She actually lost to Diane Parry in, in the final qualifiers. And Parry, we know, beat... Um, Angelina Kalanina in the first round. I think Noskova puts up a bit of a fight here. I mean, there's always a chance with Rubakina. She hits her stride. She just hits her opponent off the court. But um, I'm just, I think it's just a lean for me here because there is that, always that danger with Rubakina. You know, her, she serves so well, massive forehand. You know, she could just run away with it. But I, I, I'll, I'll go for a lean here of, of Noskova plus five and a half games at plus 104. I think that's... I think that's a fair price. Yeah, I quite like, I like that as well. I think this will be a tough test. I think the the, the courts here in in Paris are a lot slower than what the clay courts have been in the last two weeks. I know the weather's glorious for the next two days here, but the courts are definitely slower than what we've seen in Madrid and what we've seen in Rome. And uh, Ribakina took advantage for me of the faster conditions here. I think back to more traditional clay. I think Noshkova gives us some problems here, as long as she can keep her nerve. I mean, it's the biggest game in the girl's career. She's only 18 years of age. Is she going to freeze on the big stage? We're going to find out a lot about her. The next match. Now, this, to me, is the most interesting match of the day. Uh, we, this, the, the one, the kid, the kid who's getting all the headlines here in Paris. And Driva, minus 315, up against Diane Parry. We've mentioned Diane Parry already twice on this show, already on the first 10 minutes. This is a young uh, French girl who's only 21 years of age. She's a real talent. She come through qualifying here. Um, she uh, beat Krajikova, as you said, last year at the French Open. And yet she's playing a 16-year-old, just turned 16-year-old, wonder kid, uh, who is destined to great things. But the price here, to me, is ludicrous. Andriva is minus 315. Diane Parry is plus 245. The handicap here, you can get the French girl with a four-and-a-half start, minus 104. And the totals are 20 and a half. If this match was played, say, four weeks ago, five weeks ago, Parry would be the minus three at 15 favourite. The fact she's playing in front of her home crowd, the fact that uh, she's got a brilliant win in the first round, the fact that she's beaten Krajikova, the fact she's come through qualifying here in really convincing style. I think the market's gone crazy for this girl. I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting away from the fact that I think she's an absolute superstar. She's brilliant and she's great for the game. So her press conferences are fantastic. But damn, Parry here at plus 245. Rory, tell me I'm mad. Tell, talk me out of my opinion here or, 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 or back me up here. I don't know what's, what to do. I think Andreva could go on a bit of a run here. I think she's, I mean, we've talked about it. She, ju- she dropped just three games against Alison Risker, Amitraj. And, okay, you know. She's older than you. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's you, not right? great on clay. Um, 
I don't think she'll have things that easy here. I mean, Parry is that she's a nice player to watch. She's got a beautiful one-handed backhand. You don't see many of those these days. And she's a great player to watch. But I don't know. With, with Parry as well, you know, uh, you know, there is an element of auto-fade as well after knocking out the Rome finalist. And I think there's going to be a bit more pressure on her against Kalanina. I don't think anyone really gave her a chance. But I don't think there's going to be pressure on Andreva as well. You know, she's 16 years, every media paper is picking, she's on the back page of every paper. She's 16 years of age. I know. And a French girl and a French But, you know, in Madrid, it was a similar story. You know, she came from nowhere in Madrid and, and was knocking out seeds left, right and centre. And, and then, you know, she fell to Sabalenka and Sabalenka went into sort of beast mode and, not many players have a response to that. Um, I, I'm not, I couldn't find a bet here. I, I do expect Andreva to win. Yeah, I mean, Parry on, you know, does look a big price, but I think that's also a reflection, you know, what she's done in her career. Okay, she, you know, she beat Krajikova last year and Krajikova wasn't fully fit at Roland Garros. She beat another player who wasn't fully fit in Kalanina at first round. It's it's a match. I'm I'm not going to have a bet because you know anything could happen. But I I can't see Parry causing another upset. But you you never know. Home crowd, she gets inspired. Andreva starts feeling a bit of pressure. You know, with the crowd against her for the first time, possibly. You know, it could it could be a very interesting match. I think there's a couple of things to, to take into consideration this match as well. I think the scheduling is important. What court is played on, I think that's really, really important. If it's played on a, on a show court, it's the first time both of these players will see a lot more about Andreva, whether she's got the you know, the, the credentials to go all the way into complicated. I think she's got the game, definitely. We haven't seen her push mentally. And I think this is all about the start that the youngster has. If the youngster has a good start and gets confident, goes to break up, then it's fantastic. It'd probably be a bet in play. If Parry goes to break up, Gets the French crowd behind her, or she starts off well. She could, you could probably still better at plus money. I think it'd probably be an in running play, but at the prices, I think the prices just have gone a little bit crazy. I mean, if you ask me to bet this match, like I say, four or five weeks ago, it would be a pick and match at best. And now in France, a natural clay quarter parry plus 245, it just is tempting me, but I'd be tempted more for the handicap four and a half. Uh, okay, let's move on to the next one. We agree to disagree slightly on that one. Like but no official place, so don't worry about that one. Um, <laughs> Jabeur, um, we faded her in the in the first round up against Bronzetti. Uh, we were wrong. Uh, Jabeur had a year of injury concerns, but she looked back. Uh, the Tunisian girl looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, very heavy favorite here, minus 1430 against Dodin at plus 850. The handicap here is six and a half, and the totals are 17 and a half. We've under the favourite, uh, sorry, under the underdog at minus one, uh, sorry, plus 107, and under the favourite at minus 136. Um, Jabeur looked good, didn't she? She really did. Oh, but she, uh, the market has adjusted. The market's adjusted, though, Rory, to that performance very much. Yeah, definitely. Oh, she, she looked incredible. Some of her drop shots were just a joy to watch. I mean, she was, she did one of those sort of, mid-air jumping you know on the baseline drop shot just the disguise is just she's just such a great player to watch and yeah she's a rightful favorite here and Dodan I, I'm, I watched Dodan years ago so she was probably before Sabalenka came along she was probably the hardest hitter of a tennis ball on tour she hits it ridiculously hard she looked very promising as a youngster but never really cracked the big time her highest ranking was 46 
back in 2017. Um, she was bageled in the first set here in Roland Garros by her fellow French woman, Selina Yanitsevich. Yanitsevich, there we go, got it right. Um, they actually they had played each other the week before in Strasbourg and Yanitsevich won in three sets, but Dodan came back to win in three sets. Her problem is, you know, because she hits the ball so hard, she just makes a lot of errors. Um, and in the way the way Jabur played against Bronzetti, she just won't allow Dodan to find any sort of rhythm. Dodan needs to get in the groove to, and to so she can start hitting these winners. Jabur, you know, we've seen her, her her game's fantastic. She mixes it up all the time. She can hit, you know, she can hit big serves, powerful ground strokes beautiful drop shots she can volley she can do everything she just won't allow Dodan to get into any sort of rhythm I reckon this is going to be over quickly um and I think I'm going to be quite bold on this one I, I looked at the game handicaps and Jabur minus eight and a half games um at plus 320 uh, is is my bet um so that's three you know that means her giving up three games and I think I think she'll do that because she, she she just looks so good in that first round match. She looks fit, importantly. Whether she can stay fit for the whole tournament would still be a question mark for me, um, you know, getting to the later rounds. But um, I'm, I'm pretty confident she'll be able to to cruise past Dodan here. And so, yeah, minus eight and a half games, plus 320, Shabur. There you have it. A very one-sided match in the Shabur-Dodan match. Would it be one-sided in the next match? It looks by the betting it might be. Uh, Corey Goff, the American number one, minus 910 up against Grabber at plus 600. Goff struggled a little bit in the first round, uh, came through a little bit of a, a battle. She um, comes through well in the end, but she's a very heavy favourite here. She's six and a half game favourite, uh, and she, the totals here are pitched at 18 and a half. Grabber's in some good form, and, and, a, and a decent clay court opponent is. This is a test for Corey Goff. She needs to improve on the first round. She's definitely got the improvement in it. The conditions will suit her here in Paris, uh, but I definitely wouldn't be taking her at minus nine ten, or even putting her in a parlay at those kind of prices. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, she dropped the first set against Rebecca Masarova in round one. Um, she was break broken in just the second game of the match. Actually, played pretty well after that. So there were no more breaks of serve in the first set, but then she won it what six one six two the next two sets. So you know. Obviously, she dropped a set, but for the most part, she played pretty well. Grabber made light work of Arantxa Roos, who's like the Dutch veteran play court specialist. And Grabber was actually the underdog with the bookies, which, which is a bit surprising because she's enjoying the best spell of her career. She reached the final in Rabat last week, going down to Lucia Bronzetti. Um, these two have met once before in April, and that was on a hard court in the Billie Jean King Cup in the States and Goff won 6-1-6-3. But her form is, is still concerns me because she just hasn't, you know, clay is probably her best surface and she hasn't had many matches this season. Early exits in Stuttgart and Madrid and in Rome, you know, didn't get very far in, in, in any of them. Um, certainly you couldn't back her at minus 9-10. Um, but it's one of those where, you know, she could win comfortably because you know, there is that golf in class, I guess you'd have to say. I mean, as I say, but Grabber is playing very well. You know, she's probably playing the best tennis of her career. So 
happy to leave this match alone um, as a betting proposition. Uh, again, might be one to to look at in play because you know if Goff does start quickly, then uh, she might win fairly comfortably, and it could be over quickly. Yeah, uh, Goff is the favourite. I'm sure she'll be very heavy uh, favourite with the Bet Rivers betters. Head to the Bet Rivers website. You'll see the time when Corey Goff starts. Check your alarm clock if you want to watch the American number two. Actually, I said she was an American one. She's the American number two behind Jess Pegula. Um, obviously, with the Bet Rivers website, you can live stream all these matches as well. So if you have a bet on this match, you can watch it on the comfort of your home on your tablet or your mobile telephone. Uh, next match looks a tricky one for me for uh, for a senior player. Alexandrova minus three fifteen up against Fritzen at plus two forty five. The German Fritzen leads the head to head battle two one, uh, and she also won on clay. She has the better clay court record of the two here, but yet she's a plus two forty five outsider. The handicap here is a four and a half handicap, which again would appear quite strong. And the game's a little bit higher than the last couple of matches we spoke about at 20 and a half with over and under around about the minus 110 market. Um, I think this is a tough match for Alexandrova. I've ne- I haven't never been impressed with what I've seen from her. Freesome uh, is a, a wily old competitor who's been around for a while now. On clay courts is, uh, is a decent opponent and I, and, I, and I give her a slight chance here. Yeah, I, this will be, I'm sure this will be closer than the odds suggest. So, Alexandrova, she took a set off Igor Sviontek in the last 16 in Madrid, but, but fell at the first hurdle in Rome. Struggled past Victoria Tomova in round one at Roland Garros. Friedson was also taken three sets in her opener by lucky loser now Hibino, the uh, Japanese. She served 12 double faults, so she needs to serve a lot better here. So these two have met three times before. Their first two meetings were a long time ago, sort of 2015, 2016. Uh, Friedson got up into the 40s in the world rankings, and then she had two years off, sort of 2017, 2018. She had such shoulder surgery, which really set back her career. She's never quite been the same player since, but in 2019, in the qualifiers for Stuttgart, the indoor play event, when she was ranked in the 600s, she beat Alexandrova in straight sets. Um, she is a clay specialist, um, despite the fact that both her tour finals have been on hardcore. Alexandra's best results on clay have come in, in Madrid. So I think she reached the semis last year in Madrid. Um, and obviously Madrid's quicker because of the altitude. On slow clay courts like these at Roland Garros, she tends to struggle. Um Friedson will need to serve better than she did in the previous round, as I said. But I think she's got a chance here. Whether she's got enough of a chance to win it, I'm not sure. I, I'm tempted by the plus two, four, five. But what I'm going to go for, just because it's a very big prize, is over two and a half sets again. That's plus 170, which to me looks really big. Um, I think it'll be close to the odds suggest. Um, I, th- I think... I think both players will win a set here. So over two and a half sets at plus 170 is the bet for me here. So another overs for Rory. And I think the next game looks close as well. Schmedlova against Bolsova. Uh, Bolsova plus 120, the outsider here. Schmedlova minus 150. Bolsova leads 2-0 in the head-to-head. So both meetings on play. She's won them both. And she's the outsider here at plus 120, which may appear surprising to some, surprising to me. Uh, Bolsover is a two and a half game underdog uh, with Smedlova minus two and a half, and the totals 
are the highest of the day at 21 and a half in the night, the eight matches that we've um, we're speaking about this uh, this morning. So, also here, first class looks a bit of value to me at plus one twenty. I haven't delved into the match. I'm looking from the from the odds here, thinking that Bolsonaro perhaps is a is a is a pick. Am I right or wrong here, Roy? You're right. You're definitely right there. I mean, these two women both were lucky losers coming in, and Schmidlova, Anna Karolina Schmidlova, shock of the women's tournament so far. She beat Veronica Kudometeva 6-3, 6-1 on Monday. Um, made a few headlines because she was her, her outfit was uh, in the colours of Ukraine playing a Russian. She had a yellow top, blue skirt. and um, But she came through really easily against Kudometeva, who'd been one of the form players coming in. She reached the semis in Madrid and Rome. Um, Aliona Bolsova, she's quite interesting, actually. She was born in Moldova, um, like Christina Buxa, who played... Um, Sviontek yesterday, both of them born in Moldova and, and growing up in Spain. And Bolsova, her two parents, this feels a bit anorak stati, but her two parents, both Olympians um, in track and field, um, representing Soviet Union and Moldova. But she moved to Spain when she was a youngster. Uh, she beat Karolina Kukova in round one. But yeah, the thing that stood out to me particularly was that she's won both their previous meetings. Um the last one was actually on hardcore, I think. It was in Merida, um, not not that long ago. Um, she won 6-2-6-1. But Merida, it was a, it's a slow hardcore. The speed's only slightly quicker than Roland Garros. And while both women are better on clay, their first meeting was on the very slow dirt of Bogota two years ago, and Bolsova won 6-1 in the third. I think Bolsova has to be the bet here at plus 120. I Schmidlova, there's an element, you know, there could be an element of auto-fade here as well with Schmidlova having pulled off such a big win in the first round. But Bolsova, with that head-to-head, and, you know, I, I think this should be a pick-and-match. So, so Bolsova Zadoinov at plus 120 is the bet. Love that. Love that Bolsova play. Plus 110. And the final match, uh, Igor Shrontek against Lou. I looked at the odds. I saw that Igor Shrontek was minus 2,500 and Lou was plus 1,000. I thought, who can earth could bet Igor Shrontek at minus 2,500 to, to win a few dollars by risking that much. Well, lots of people have because the line has moved to minus 5,000 now for the world number one and number one seed and the defending champion. Lou is plus 1,600. Now, when you look at the head-to-head, you can probably see why people want to take the minus 2,500 on Sri Uh Last time they met was in Indian Wells and it was a six-love, six-one victory for Iga Shriontek. She's setting records in the way that she's winning matches convincingly. Uh, we did say that she's probably had a tough draw and we sort of questioned the price that she should have been. Uh, a little bit, Kujika has gone out in her section as well, which was a, a tough opponent for her. Um, I also said to Rory that I wanted to play on the under three and a half bagels for the tournament. I thought it was my maximum bet, I said. Uh, when I won down already, she bageled Busa in round one uh, in the second set, unfortunately for us, because we wanted her to do it in the first set. But on this match, he's minus seven and a half favourite at minus 125. And the totals are pitched at extremely low 16 and a half. In all the years of following tennis and in betting on tennis and being an odds compiler on tennis, I've never seen the totals for an opponent ever be so low. I've never seen matches where it's 14 and a half, 15 and a half, consistently 16 and a half. Usually the lowest we ever used to go was around about 18 and a half. Uh, this girl now is just 
blowing opponents away with just just ease and you have to be a very brave person to go over whenever you uh whenever you see a Shriontek match but 16 and a half is what you've got to play um I'm slightly worried about the bagels three and a half now though Rory that's why I'm down worried about <laughs> yeah it's funny though she didn't look herself in the first set against Buxer um and as you said we, we tip I tipped the bagel um and she did it in the second set um I mean yeah, you mentioned their meeting in Indian Wells when we were on the first set bagel, so we cashed. Um, Liu got past the Swiss, um, Yelena in Albon in the first round. I think it was 6 1, 6 4 in the end. Very different test here. Um, as far as speed of court, so Indian Wells is actually quite a good comparison because they were slow, slow hard courts and just a tiny bit quicker than Roland Garros. And we know how good Sviontek is on clay. I mean, I'm, I'm going to make, make the same sort of arguments I did um, for the match against Buxa. Um There's no first set betting. I looked. There's no first set scores at the moment. Otherwise, I would have gone for the bagel again. Um, so I've had to hunt a bit for a bet. Um, well, we'd probably be about we'd probably be about the same price, wouldn't we? We'd probably about four fifty. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, um, but but the bet that is up that I've gone for. Um, I haven't gone for under 16 and a half games. I've gone for under 15 and a half games, um, which I think would be, so that would be three games. Liu has to win no more than three games for us to to cash. And I think that's going to happen. I just, I think she's got less chance here than she did at Indian Wells. And now Sviontek, I guess you know, maybe there was a bit of rust in that first set. Yes, although Buxa did play very well. Um Actually went a break up if memory serves you. It was it was tight. It was four all and then and then Sviontek won the next eight games on the spin. She won't have any trouble here. And and, and Liu just doesn't I don't think she moves as well as Bookser either. I mean Bookser moved pretty well and 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 just played very well in that first set, but Sviontek overpowered her in the second. So um, seeing as that I can't see any and it might come up if they're if they're if they're look out for the uh first set bagel and uh, certainly in running you could look out for the second set bagel um, but Sviontek under 15 and a half games at plus 165 is a bet for me here so that you have it there you have it sorry the second round matches on Thursday at Roland Garros day five uh, all previewed there by Rory Giovanni our WTA handicapper uh, Rory just give us a quick recap of the matches that you uh, like and your official picks for this set of games yeah so Bernardo Pera against Donna Vekic I'm going over two and a half sets at plus one four three uh Osiad Dodan against On Jabeur I'm going for Jabeur minus eight and a half games at plus three twenty I think that'll be very one-sided um, Ekaterina Alexandrova against Annalena Friedson. Yeah, again, going for over two and a half sets, which is a big plus 170. I'm going for Aliona Bolsova Zadoinov to beat Anna Karolina Schmidlova uh, at plus 120. And finally, Iga Sviontek against Claire Liu. We're going for under 15 and a half games at plus 165. And uh, oh, yeah, and also, yeah, you- and, and the outright, Mukova. Plus five thousand each way on the outright. She's gonna 
Yeah, the problem with that though is the problem that she'll probably be in action. She she could be yeah, beaten by exactly. the double That right. is true, actually. And if she does win, she'll probably be half the price. But if she's in the tournament, we won't put down that as an official no, play because nobody will be able to get that bet down. No. But we have got her to win the quarter as official play and check the Bet Rivers website if Mukova is in the tournament. She is a leading contender. Uh, providing she gets through to the third round. Uh, for me, I've got a couple of leans. I, I, I love the uh, Bolsover play. I think plus 120 is too big. The auto fade when you have that massive first round win, I think that goes into a case there. Uh, threesome, I want to get with her in some capacity. I think the best way to get it is plus four and a half on the game handicap. And it's disrespectful, the price for Deanne Parry, plus 245 against the French home crowd against this uh, amazingly talented Andreva, minus 315. It's going to be an absolute superstar. But to rise to the top, you're going to have to have some knocks along the way. And I'm living proof of that. But uh, <laughs> Andreva here at, my, at minus 315 is uh, is definitely a price for me that I, I I just can't get my head around, especially with a four and a half. Do that in running, though, to see how the uh, the, the French girl plays in front of the home crowd with the pressure. Which, which, which one of them will be affected by the pressure? Uh, just remember, there's four ways to download... Or get involved with the content we're doing here on Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. The first thing you do is you can download the podcast, which is Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, which is on your preferred podcast providers, all of your preferred podcast providers. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network. So you can either watch us or you can listen to us. And you can follow us as well, which is uh, on our social hand handle, which is at Because We Win on Twitter and also on Instagram. There's some tweets uh, on Instagram. I'll be at the tennis on Thursday, and I built. If this drops on Wednesday, I'll be there later today as well, so you'll be able to follow my my action and my my advice uh, from the courts at Roland Garros over the next couple of days. Uh, tomorrow, uh, which will be Thursday, I'll be joined by uh, Sean Calvert to look ahead to the men's start. I think the, the conclusion of the men's second. I get confused with the Sunday start. I get confused. So <laughs> we're looking at the conclusion of the second round of the men's singles. He's had an ex- Exceptional start to the 2023 French Open, going 4-0 on round one. Uh, Rory, thanks as always for joining me. Uh, I'll speak to you later in the week. Uh, Enjoy the tennis. Hopefully we cash lots of tickets and uh, hopefully you do as well. Enjoy the tennis and head to the BetRivers website. You can watch it on their live stream and all the markets we're talking about. And also remember, check the times. Early start tomorrow, 5 a.m. Have a good day. Take care. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the BetRivers Network.